Disassembled with me, Fiona Potney. Today is Friday, 29th of July, or should we say day 83 in the 100 day plan? This week, we're disassembling Chief Minister Christina Moore's 100 day vision. Normally, the ministers that make up the government set the agenda by creating what's called the Common Strategic Policy. It's a visionary document setting out their overarching aims. That document is then used to steer the creation of their individual ministerial plans and the overall government plan. But the new council won't be sitting still while that work happens. Deputy Moore has set a 100-day plan of 18 key goals. Of course, getting all those done might be a stretch, given that government departments are already working on business plans set last term. But the new crop so far appear determined to stay on track with their Get Jersey Back on Track plan. To help focus minds, Broad Street has now been flooded with 100-day plan posters, there's a new logo in civil servants' email signatures, and the Chief Minister even admitted on Twitter that she has a screensaver timer too. So what's actually in this plan? Top of the list is addressing the cost of living crisis. The Chief Minister wants to bring forward a mini-budget of actions to support struggling islanders ahead of the winter. To ensure it gets debated as soon as the State's Assembly summer break is over, it will be presented in the next week or so by the man with his hand on the island's purse strings, Treasury Minister Ian Gorst. We don't know what's in it yet or how it will be funded, but what we do know is that Deputy Gorst has previously called for an urgent 10p cut in fuel duty. Whether the Chief Minister agrees remains to be seen. Points two to four of the plan are all about making islanders feel heard. Deputy Moore is launching a fact-finding mission to see how islanders engage with government and what can be done better. The Chief Minister also wants to bring forward plans to get young people more involved in policymaking, and older people too. To help with the latter, she'll be setting up what'll be called an Older Persons Living Forum, where she'll be able to listen to their experiences firsthand. Point number five is about working towards a living wage with an initial lift to £10 per hour. Expect Reform Jersey to argue that the move to the whole £11.27 could be done faster, and the government to say that the impact on employers needs to be assessed. For six, the government will be introducing an appeals process for small businesses who are being chased to repay COVID support funding. Number seven is about creating a cabinet office. No, it doesn't mean physically constructing an extension to the government HQ, but moving around staff to create a team that coordinates the work of government, making sure all departments are in sync and that ministers are as prepped as they can possibly be. So how would it work? According to the new CM, no new staff will need to be employed. The team from the existing Ministerial Support Unit will be merged with the Strategic Policy Planning and Performance Department. Try saying that quickly. No wonder it's affectionately known among civil servants as SP3. Anyway, the question of whether it will have its own minister is one that is yet to be resolved. But some have suggested a good match would be former Chief Ministerial hopeful Sir Philip Balash, who has long hoped to unpick Charlie Parker's OneGov reforms. And while we're on the topic of government reform, Task 14 is about doing just that. After OneGov ripped up the structure of governments and left some departments with up to three ministers, Deputy Moore wants to restore the policy of one department, one minister. With number eight and skipping ahead, 12, it's on to the housing crisis. The government wants to limit the number of houses that can be built over 3,000 square foot for a period of time. They've also pledged to bring forward plans for more prefabricated homes in Jersey. 
For nine, it's the 800 million hospital project. Infrastructure Minister Tom Binet, himself a previous critic of the all-in-one Overdale plan, is conducting a review. At the end of the 100 days on 20th of October, he'll be expected to report back to the state's assembly on whether a better value alternative project is possible. Number 10 is creating a public services ombudsperson, in other words, an entity with teeth that can deal with grievances about government from members of the public. Task 11 is delivering at least one free meal a day in every school. Then while we're on schools, the Chief Minister wants to create a People and Skills Commission to monitor the population, availability of accommodation, skills gaps and employment opportunities across the island. 15 is bringing forward plans for free period products for all islanders. It comes after Deputy Moore got politicians to agree that all period products should be tax-free back in April. 16 is a pledge from ministers to ensure they have a clear plan for the year ahead by the 100th day. And last but not least is bringing forward a plan to open a cultural centre in Jersey to celebrate the mix of identities across the island and bring different communities together. So who's keeping an eye on these plans? Well, that's the job of scrutineers, who are currently being led by Reform Jersey leader Sam Mezek. And of course, Express's top team of journalists will be covering every step. So make sure you stay up to date by signing up to our free daily news email and subscribing to our weekly podcast. That's all this week from Politics Disassembled. More from me, Fiona Potany, and the Bailiwick Express team soon. (laughs) 